Okay, so let's actually get into some picks right now uh, for and against the spread. Let's get into it. I'm really interested in the first game that we are going to talk about, and that is San Francisco at Baltimore. Baltimore is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. It's going to be down to the wire, folks. Uh, I hope that it is as good as we are hoping that it will be because it, if it's down to the wire, we get to see, is Jimmy G really worth the money? Mm. And I'm pretty sure the answer is no. And so oh, I want to see him, I want to see him down the stretch have a chance and just throw a pick to Marcus Peters or Marlon Humphrey or Earl. I, you know what? Ooh, give throw, it to ET. throw it to Earl. Give it to I, ET. We, we still love you. Do for do for the town. I, but I, I I think I think that's how it ends. I think the final score: Baltimore is going to dominate most of the game. Uh, okay. The 49ers are going to come back late. Baltimore is going to jump out to like a ten point lead, and then the 49ers are going to kick a field goal or, or score a touchdown. It'll be it'll be something close, and then Baltimore is going to pull ahead to a double two score game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Niners are going to finally bring it back late, and then. On the final drive, with an opportunity to tie the ball game after getting a stop on Lamar three and out, they get the ball back. Twenty-four, or excuse me, 27-34 is the score. Jimmy G throws a pick to Earl Thomas. The game ends. Baltimore wins early on in the morning, ten o'clock. Uh, traveling a long way. It was some some statistic like the last four or six games somewhere in there. Uh, they've been s- stuck on the West Coast in that Pacific time zone. So now they're going East Coast after a long time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be tough. since the last game was like against the Redskins. Who remembers that game? Uh, but but Baltimore in this <laughs> ball game, I have them winning 34-27. I'm swallowing the points here. I think they win by more than five and a half. I think Jimmy G shows us why he shouldn't have got paid. Calvin, what are your thoughts? I think if we're being honest, Jimmy G's already showed us that he shouldn't have been paid that much. Um, I know it's a little early to say that. He hasn't had much opportunity. I mean, it's not like against us he threw a pick to – to kind of, you know, end his team's chances of winning the football game. Okay. He didn't do that. Um, but I like what you said, you know. Um, I do expect that to happen. But I don't expect the game to be as high scoring as you have it. I have Baltimore winning the game, but I'm taking San Fran against the spread. Baltimore is going to win 26-21. Um, San Fran, I think they're going to provide Baltimore their, their toughest challenge yet in terms of defensive, you know, defensive personnel and how they're going to play Lamar Jackson. Okay. Um, they're going to have a ferocious pass rush. Um, and so they're going to try to, you know, send those guys early, you know, try to blitz Lamar early. Um, but Lamar, Baltimore, they're just looking unstoppable right now. So that's why I still have them coming out on top, 26-21. All right, Philly at Miami. Uh, Philly, 10-point favorite in this ballgame. I think Miami uh, has been impressive over the last couple of weeks, and Philadelphia has been unimpressive. I think Philly wins the right. game. I think it's uglier than people want to imagine. I think Miami <laughs> – is going to make it closer than 10 points for the final score. I like the final score. Philadelphia, 27. Uh, Miami Dolphins, 20. I'm not taking the points mm. with Philly. I'm going against them. I, I like Miami against the points. I like Philly, and I'm, I'm taking – I'm swallowing the points. Um, they're projected to win by 10. I mean, but look, I haven't won in 29 or 13. Okay. Um, this is a game that they need to win. Dallas just lost on Thanksgiving, okay. and so now they kind of look at, at the division as like, oh, we could really win this division. And so it took them till now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad to say that. You know, they have a, a good team, okay, and they have a good coach, and they should have a, a franchise quarterback. I mean, he hasn't looked that way the last couple of games, but we can't fault, we can't put the blame entirely on him. You know, they're going through a lot of injuries, 
And even before the injuries at receiver, guys just are having a hard time catching the football. Nelson Aguilar, even Alshon Jeffries dropping footballs. And they were um, both out last game. Yeah, they were both out. Um, but, look, this is a game that they need to win, and they're a good coach team. And so they're going to blow up the Miami Dolphins in Miami and, and win 29-13. Okay, the next matchup we're getting into, uh, Kansas City at home versus Oakland. Kansas City, a 10-point favorite in the ballgame. I think that's too many points. I like Oakland against the points. I think they were looking past the Jets in the last ball game, and mm-hmm. that's why uh, they got – yeah, uh, ridiculed the way that they did after that one. They got <laughs> murdered in that ball game. It was horrible to watch. Uh, we were watching it while we were live streaming, watching the Seahawks game with Norcam. Yeah, uh, and it was just a, a slaughtering. I thought it was. A, <laughs> I thought it was a hen house out uh-huh. there with the way they were getting murdered. Uh, no question about it. Uh, they were overlooking that football team, and mm-hmm. that's why they got smacked in the face. Uh, but yeah, what, they, what they were looking out. What they were looking forward to was this game. That's why I think this game is going to be closer. I think they're still going to lose because they're not as good as Kansas City. I, I uh-huh. think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, but I think it's going to be closer than 10 points. I like Oakland against the spread here. Final score, Kansas City wins 34-30. I don't know. I feel like that's that's not too much for me. I like that. I'm not taking Kansas City not only to win this game, but I'm taking them to swallow the points. Okay. Um, I have them coming out on top 31-21, so exactly you know the points. Um, but look, New York exposed Oakland and they did so by Sam Darnold, you know, exposing the secondary and Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what they're going to do. Remember that week two game against Oakland where he threw for what 200, 300 some yards in the second quarter, four touchdowns. Mm. Um, while we might not see that again, um, they're just going to expose that pass defense. And okay. so that's why I have them winning by 10, 31 21. Okay, uh, Pittsburgh is at home versus Cleveland in the rematch of the Slugfest that ended in a in the most memorable uh, fight potentially in NFL history. Miles Garrett. Uh, Pittsburgh is a two and a half, or excuse me, two point dog in this game uh, against the Dogs. Cleveland is a two point favorite. I like mm. Pittsburgh against the points here. And this is one of my surprise picks. I, I just think even with another backup quarterback ben- benching Rudolph for this game, uh, I, I think Pittsburgh, they haven't got here because of quarterback play. They've gotten here because they have potentially the best offensive line in the NFL. They've yeah. gotten here because they have one of the better head coaches in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They've gotten here because their defense has played phenomenal. TJ Wise having one heck of a season. And they've gotten here because they're playing as a team. And it's not because of their quarterback at this point. So I'm not concerned about their backup quarterback in this game. I think Cleveland, uh, it's going to be a fall-off game. They were unimpressive last week against the Dolphins. That's not going to work against a roster like Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts? I like, I like what you're saying. You know, Pittsburgh – it hasn't really been quarterback play that's driven into a potential, you know, playoff spot or potentially a wild card spot in the playoffs. But Cleveland, they're on a roll. You know, three game winning streak. They beat Buffalo. They beat Miami, um, and they beat Pittsburgh. Obviously, in that Thursday night game, and that yeah, Miles Gary. I don't know what happened there, but that that was just crazy. Um, obviously, he's not going to be there in this game. But Devin Hodges, he's actually playing a lot better than Mason Rudolph. Um, he led the the Steelers to their only offensive touchdown last week against Cincinnati. And it was that long touchdown to James Washington. Um, but like I said, Cleveland's rolling right now. And I believe that they'll be able to do enough to to stop Devin Hodges. And he's not going to be able to make enough plays to be able to complement that elite defense that they have over there in Pittsburgh. But have Cleveland swallowing the points, winning 23-20. to 20. 
Uh, my final score for that ball game as well. I'm taking uh, Pittsburgh against points. Pittsburgh wins 26-24. The next match of New England at Houston. Uh, New England is a three-point favorite. It's on Sunday Night Football. Uh, I, I think this is just a coaching mismatch. We're going to see a very similar mm. ball game that we saw against Dallas. It's going to be down to the wire. It's going to be close. The other team has a better quarterback uh, right now. Uh, but New England's going to win it, essentially, in the end. Final score, New England 30 Uh Houston, 26. Swallow the points. I'm taking New England. Quick question. Who's a better quarterback, Deshaun Watson or Tom Brady? Deshaun. Deshaun. No okay. question. Yeah, no. I was about to say. You the one to... question. <laughs> no, I, just want, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. That's all. That's all, man. That's all. But I'm taking I'm taking New England to win. Not only win this football game, I'm also taking them in. I'm swallowing the points. I have been coming out on top 26-21. Um, Houston does have the better quarterback, but you said it. New England has... The far better coach. Um, I think this game's gonna show Houston management why they should fire Bill O'Brien after this season. <laughs> he's just not the right quarterback. For, I mean, quarterback. Excuse me. He's not the right coach for this football team. They have a lot of talent. You know, offensively, they have De- DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best receiver in football. I think so. You think so? <laughs> I-, I think so too. Low, low key, low key. We have this discussion. Um, Carlos Hyde. He's having. He's having a, a career year in Houston. Remember Kansas City? They career? Maybe, okay, not career. I that don't was know in, about But he's been... Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Nah, he's not really... Nah, he he's been, he's been a good a little assistant. He's, he's been a solid compliment. Assistant, assistant coach. Not assistant not coach? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's like a little assistant coach on the field. Okay, something, something like that. Right. But with Houston, it's just he like... He plays well. <laughs> let's say that though. let's say that I'm, I'm not too sure so I don't, I don't want to speak on that but Duke Johnson I guess I guess he has the ability to coach on the football field as well I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> no. saying how his role is on the field like he a little he's he like an assistant he's coach a he, 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 he's a guy that only goes in for certain plays when you need a break for Carlos Hyde and the and if we get a certain look, like like yeah. there's certain plays that you run. Okay, we need a running back to give this guy a break. And if they give us a crazy look because they don't want us to pass, we're gonna hand you the football and just play the look. And you take what the defense gives you. So exactly, it's yeah. it's it, it's a situational thing. And alongside of that, it's even more situational depending on what the defense shows. Right. Assistant coach on the field. Okay, I get it. I try to I try to remember that. <laughs> but, but with Houston, ever since they lost JJ Watt. It's like they don't really have enough playmakers on that side of the football to, to be able to hang. Um, obviously, New England's offense isn't as explosive as it once was, but Tom Brady's going to be able to take advantage of a depleted defense, and so that's why I have, I have them coming out on top 26-21. All right, the game we all want to talk about, Seattle is at home Monday night, three-point favorite against Minnesota. Seahawks fans, Relax. But I am taking Minnesota against the points here mm. because I think this is going to be a ball game. I think we fall behind early. I think it's a uh, very Seahawks traditional football game. I hope it doesn't happen like that. But I think Stefan Diggs is going to go deep. We're going to have a miscommunication, uh, a, a, a failure to get to him. Uh, probably going to be Trey Flowers, to be honest. But we don't have Tedrick Thompson in the lineup anymore. Right. And that, that I, I'm aware of that. <laughs> which is, that's very helpful. Yeah. But we haven't really seen Quandre Diggs get tested deep very much. Not yet. Yeah. yeah and He's more of an in-the-box. Exactly. Exactly. And so if that happens in this game, I think this is one of the teams with the best wide receiving core in the NFL. 
potentially, uh, with Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. It's, it's, it's scary for our secondary. I don't like the matchup. And that's why I think it's going to be close. <laughs> Seattle wins. Take a Minnesota against the spread. 28-27 final score. I'm taking Seattle once again to win this football game, and I'm taking them, I'm taking them as well the points, um, 28-21. Um, prime time. Them. Yeah, look, prime time, Monday night, and we, tip, we tend to excel in prime time football games. Um, Russell Wilson, he's kind of struggled you know, these last couple of games in terms of the numbers that he's been putting up, and I think that he wants to kind of make a statement to say that, look, MVP, like, you know, like, you guys, did you guys forget about me? I know Lamar Jackson, he's been cooking. Right. Um, but he wants to remind everybody Prime why. Time. This is yeah. his turn on Monday night. This is his turn, exactly. Lamar Jackson, I mean, he has a tough one against San Fran. And even if he's able to to guide Baltimore to a victory, I don't necessarily see him going off in terms of, you know, numbers. First off, four um, times. Okay, yeah. I'm that's that's reasonable. I mean, yeah. Minnesota, they have a, a very run defense, but their secondary has been the best this season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look, Josh Gordon, another week Rose of him getting quiet. acclimated. Road's been quiet. Yeah, I know. I had him as one of the one of my better cornerbacks heading into the into the year, but he's kind of fallen off the map a little bit. Right. Um. He hasn't been shutting guys down like he used to, and so that's why I'm not really scared about this matchup. You know, I like this matchup for our receivers. Um. And with Minnesota, I feel like they're going to try to feature Dalvin Cook, but we're going to do a good job of, of being able to contain him. You know, uh, our secondary might not be the best, but we do a solid job of containing the run, and that's what we did against San Francisco. And that's what we're going to try to do against Minnesota. And that's why I was coming out top, 28-21. All right, so that is uh, our, our six picks for the week. Uh, the Bolt, we're coming at you with random podcasts. You don't want to miss it. Uh, the Bolt is back every single week at this time. You're welcome.